Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesil Sasharim in English. I think this is going to be the final episode for Mesil Sasharim because we are at the end and it's incredible. So we spoke about we're up to a Kaddish and we said how this person transcends between the spiritual and the physical world. He's more spiritual at this point than physical and anything that he involves in the physical world elevates itself um, to it, whether it's it's food or anything that, um, you know, uh, that he's involved in, in, in physically. So, and now once he's gone, once he's already more spiritual than physical in, in the sense of what his focus is, you could see it goes high, his, his levels go higher and higher. We spoke about a Kaddish now, and from there he will send to a more lofty level, which is that of Ruach HaKadosh. Ruach HaKadosh is, you could, I mean, you really could see the future, you have influences and uh, with a Kaddish Baruch and so on. Um, and it goes even higher, through which he, his intellect reaches beyond the limits of human capacity. Now, Ruach HaKadosh is a higher form of connection to Hashem. Through it, a person can gain perceptions and understandings, not by using his intellect, but by receiving the wisdom through his connection with the divine. It's really, really incredible. He may thereby perceive concepts with a more vivid clarity that he could with his own intellect. And through this connection, knowledge of future or hidden things may sometimes be revealed. In the Mesil Sharm, Seder Vikuach, I don't know which safer that is, but okay. Ramchal explains the demarcation point between the level of Kedusha and that of Ruach HaKadosh. When a person has reached Kedusha, he's granted great spiritual assistance and connection, more than he could reach on his own. Yet he may not recognize clearly that this flow of holiness is coming from him to him from on high. It is only when he knows clearly that he is receiving this special flow as a supernatural gift that he has reached the level of Ruach HaKodesh for a more complete discussion of the natural Ruach HaKodesh and the, sim- and the similarities and difference between it and prophecy, you have to see Derech Hashem. Interesting. Okay, Ruach HaKodesh is very, very high level. Now, moreover, so back to the Mzil Sharm. So he, now through it, he, he, he has a tremendous level of intellect and things he could see. So moreover, the attachment to Hashem can be reached, can reach such an exalted level that it may even be given the key of the ability for the for to to um, you know uh, for uh, a um, resurrection of the dead, just as I was going to tell Yonavi and Alicia incredible stories enough to read. For this ability is. Is, uh, is the most powerful connection. It's indicative of the most powerful connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses, those are the keys he holds on to personally. He doesn't do through a mouth. There's three things, and one of them is Tchias HaMesim, and that is given through a, um, and that can be given to you that once you reach a Kaddish and you have Ruch HaKadosh, and Ruch HaKadosh Tchias HaMesim, since Hashem is the source of all life, the one who gives life to every living thing, as reflected in the statement of the, the sages of the three keys, were not given over to any malach, the key of resurrection of the dead, rain, and parnasa. And therefore, with an absolute attachment, you can draw that koyach from him, the flow of life itself. For this is the quality that is especially associated with Hashem more than anything else, as they as just written. So that's what he's saying here, that this person has such a high um, 
level of connection with Baruch Hu, that he could actually draw life itself. Um, he can draw life itself from it, from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and so on, and then bring people back from the dead. And now he's going to write a conclusion, and with the conclusion, he's going to write also a, a note that I'll read as well. So, as you, dear reader, I realize that you know as I do that I have not exhausted in the Sefer all of my, of mine, all the guidelines for Hasidus, and I had not said everything that could be said about this topic, because the subject is endless, and its contemplation has no final, right? He just basically took, um, the mo- he, he'd rather put together some ideas, things that are common that people struggle with, or common midas that people, you know, that are, that are easy to, or that are most commonly accepted, um, most commonly accepted about um, that, that people do. And, and, and um, that's what he based his work on, but he rather wanted that to be a, a starting point or a guide on how you should develop all your character traits and all your mitzvahs of the Kaddish Baruch Hu and your relationship with him. It should be set up and processed in this, in this, in this format regarding the subject any or any subject of the sort a wise person will hear and add more knowledge and discerning person will acquire strategies. One who seeks to further his understanding and implementation of the principles set forth in this book will surely succeed. As Chazal have testified, one who comes to purify himself, he is given assistance from Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have a bracha here and a guarantee that as long as you continue to work on yourself and you want to succeed and you work on yourself, Kaddish Baruch Hu will help you. Hashem will grant wisdom from his mouth knowledge and understanding so that each person may possess the tools necessary to set right his path. Um, now, it's obvious that every person, according to the profession that he practices or the business in which he engages, cor- correspondingly requires an approach that is suited for straightening his path and guiding, it, guiding him in it. Everyone will have a different path. For the path of, path of Hasidus is suited for one for the path of Hasidus that is suited for one whose vocation is Torah study is not the same path of Hasidus that is suited for one who's compelled to hire himself out and to be in the working world. It's not going to be the same path. But at the end of the day, okay, and neither of these paths is the path of Hasidus that is suited for the one who engages in his own business. But at the end of the day, each person can reach a level of Hasidus. It doesn't matter whether you're learning, whether you're studying Torah all day, whether you're in business all day. It doesn't matter. You have different paths on how to get there. But at the end of the day, you you all can get there. You you all have a way of getting there. You don't have to be a Torah scholar in order to get to this path. Each and every person, according to his own situation, has paths of Hasidus that are appropriate for him. Now, this is not because the nature of Hasidus changes, because it's surely the same for every person. And as so far as the goal is nothing other than to do with that which is pleasing. We all have the same goal. We want to please the Rhinish Loyalam. We want to get close to him. We want to follow his will. We want to give him covet. And that's the path of a Hasid. Now, it doesn't matter, like he said, if you're a Torah scholar, or if you're a working man, or if you're a stay-at-home dad, or whatever it is, or anything. No matter what you're doing over there, the path to Hasidus will be different, but the end result is going to be the same. 
Um, and it's impossible, rather, since each individual circumstances change, it is impossible that the means through which people arrive at the ultimate goal should not also vary, because everyone has different situations. Each person points to a particular situation. In fact, it is equally possible for one to be completely pious, right, to be a chassid, and be a man whose mouth never ceases from Torah study, meaning he's a Torah scholar and he's a chassid, or whether he's someone who's ne- who out of necessity is occupied in, in malacha and in working, and he's a working man. He can still be a chassid and a pious person. It's very important, as is written in Mishlei, everything Hashem made, he made for his sake, and everything that, um, and in all your ways you should know him, he will straighten your path. May Hashem be blessed. He concludes his name, his mercy. Open your eyes, show us his ways, and lead us on his path. And we, may we thereby be merit to bring his glory to his name and to do what is pleasing before Hashem. May the glory of Hashem endure forever. May Hashem rejoice in his works. And let Israel exult in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Amen, amen, amen. This book has been finished, completed. Praise unto the Almighty Creator. And now he has an afterword of the Ramchal. I guess the Ramchal wrote um, this little note. I'm going to share or read it with you. It's the... Says the author, Now that I have completed this work, I will thank Hashem, and I will sing to Him a praise and praise Him, whose mercy has aided me until now to publish the Sefer of mine, Mr. Sharm. And he published the Sefer at the end of his life, you know, later in his life. He went through tremendous, tremendous sufferings. I highly recommend Googling Ramchal and seeing what he went through. He was persecuted and people didn't believe it. He was a prodigy and people didn't believe he was just too young to teach such Torah. But anyways, he praised Zakarish Baruch Hu to publish the Sefer of Sharm, to which, to teach myself, I have composed it, and to help others like me, to the public, I have presented it. Perhaps I will merit that others become meritorious through me and they will gain goodness because of me so that I will gratify one who created me. Right? He did this so people can learn and learn from him and he will hopefully be able to teach others and you'll be able to teach others. This it will be my solace in the land of Trevils so that I can be renamed, so I can rename it Rehovos. May Hashem ascend to grant my portion in his Torah to study and to teach, to observe and to perform its precepts, so that his wish be realized through me, amen, so may it be his will. Cheers of grace, grace from me, are heaped upon a man after my own heart, my cherished winnowed grain, a crown for my head, a signet upon my right hand, he is my beloved, he is my friend, my teacher, my guide, and my intimate comrade. He is indeed the esteemed sage and honorable master and teacher, Rabbi Yaakov, son of the honorable Rabbi Avram Basan, May the merciful one be guard, guard him and redeem him, who entered into this thick of the burden to help me merit this project from start to finish by printing, proofreading, and compelling all the work in the most perfect form. So he's giving thanks now to his Rebbe, Rabbi Vassan, who helped him write the Sefer and proofread the Sefer. And uh, the Medrash said, as Medrash, as it goes, story goes that his Rebbe, Rabbi Vassan, writes in, uh, in his forward in the first edition of Zilzah Sharon that he began to work on a similar Sefer and when he read his Talmuds he stopped and said this is much better than mine and he you know went when he, he, he worked with I guess he, he he continued with this this manuscript with his Talmud 
I'm also graceful to his associate in the council who is renowned, looted with praise for reasons that are sound, the most diligent and acclaimed of all proofreaders, a man who works with alacrities, which is Jesus, among the wisest, and his place is lofty. He is indeed the esteemed sage of honorable and master and teacher, Rabbi David, son of the great, preeminent, and consummate rabbi, our honorable master and teacher, Rabbi Rafael Meldola. May the merciful one guard him and redeem him. May Hashem bless their resources and their handiwork. May they succeed whenever they turn. May their joy be everlasting. May they be satiated with children and bequeath their abundance to their babes. These are the words of the Yoth, Moshe, son of honorable Rabbi Yaakov Chai, good be his destiny. And that's how he concludes in Sils Hasharim. I hope that I've done a good job in a little inspiring anyone, um, you know, in, in teaching the Sefer. I uh, highly recommend reading it, going over it. It's an incredible Sefer because as, as the Ramchal says, the point of the Sefer is not to read it once, not to read it twice, but to constantly read it over and over again.